Hi there, it's Chris from Cover B. So this episode, as you could see by the title, is about the F word. In said episode, we say the F word a lot. Ironically, since the entire episode is about how we don't like when people use the F word a lot. So not only do we swear a bunch, and that might be offensive for some people, but we're also incredibly hypocritical. Sorry? But I hope you enjoy it. Uh, if you are sensitive to such words, like the F1 and the B1, there may have been an A1 in there, an H1, the very rare J1. There's a Z at some point, probably. Who knows? Any of those frustrate you, maybe skip this one. If you're still here, we love you. Here is the episode. everybody welcome back to cover b welcome to cover b we have some key issues for you today today we are going to be talking about fuck words <gasps> christopher <laughs> you can't just say that we can and we have so <gasps> i've had a lingering problem uh with the f word mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh it it started in horror movies it really started in like horror content for me not even just horror movies it okay. really like came to the front of my mind uh this this kind of pet peeve really came to the front of my mind uh when i used to listen to the no sleep podcast and i'm not ragging on them entirely um no sleep podcast highly recommended check it out really good content pulled from various creators but also mainly the no sleep subreddit uh, and that's really where my qualm kind of lies because too often I'll be really into like a horror story. Mm -hmm. And then there's just this like random moment where something scary happens and like the main character's like, Oh fuck. And it's like weird and takes me out of it. Yeah. Basically my qualm is is when it's mainly fuck but sometimes other swear words mm -hmm. are used in such a way that it's not realistic dialogue. Mhm. Mm and it's just kind of like used as a point of emphasis or used as a point of like edginess or something. Mm -hmm. Um and it takes me out of it. It it ruins the dialogue and ruins the tone of whatever it is. Flash forward to now, and I've started to notice that happening in comics as well. Yes. Um, it's not a new development. It's just kind of in my brain. <laughs> so it's like, you know, whether it be B-horror movies, uh, amateur horror stories and professional horror stories or comics, there's this tendency to use the F word to either establish that a character is edgy and different or to establish an emphasis on a feeling. And I don't know if it's intended to be funny, but most of the time it just turns out cringe for me. I can see that. A recent example that I wanted to call out specifically um, from good old Brian Michael Bendis. He <laughs> started a Dark Horse comic recently called Joy Operations. Yes. And I counted. I don't remember the number because it's been a while to look it that I looked in at the it. 
I counted <laughs> how many fuck words there were in this book. And there was too many for a 28-page comic. Yes. And it's just people don't... I am someone who says that word a lot. Yes. I say it a bunch. Yes. In my day-to-day -day Myself life. also. And even I'm like, people don't talk like this. <laughs> and it always... It, it gets especially frustrating to me when people throw fuck in the middle of like a normal phrase or like a regular word. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, or when people do that thing where they say fuck like four times in one sentence, you know what I mean? Like, I, I always have a fun time when I, I see this sometimes as well. You'll see like, I don't give a fucking shit. And you're like, I, th there's too much. There's yeah, too much need it. in and that, that phrase. When people try to get funny with it and they do like fuckity, you know what I mean? Like, yeah fuckity fuck or something like that anyway what i'm getting at here is <laughs> i need writers to stop we need yes. to just move away from the fuck word we need to just like we need to realize that it doesn't have the impact emotionally that it has anymore and if you use it weird or uncomfortable then it just becomes cringe what kind of i've seen a lot is not only is it used as, like, an edgy emphasis, like, we're gonna, you know, look at us using swear words. It's this weird anomaly that happens in comics that you have mainstream writers who typically write for bigger brands like Marvel and DC where you're not allowed to use those words. And suddenly they are let loose in the open plains of indie comics. <clears throat> and it's like... It's like suddenly this whole avenue of language they're not allowed to utilize has mm. suddenly been open to them. There's a road they're not allowed to take. And now they're just doing donuts in the middle of the road. And so it almost felt like, particularly with this Bendis example, because you guys know I love Bendis. I think he's a brilliant writer. I think he does an incredible job with character development and with, you know, developing new concepts. I think yeah. he's very creative and capable but it genuinely felt like this man had never been allowed to write the F word down on a piece of paper ever before, which is not entirely unlikely because, I mean, there's powers and stuff, but he's been in the Marvel DC realm for a while. Yeah. And so it literally felt like they were like, oh, by the way, yeah, if you want to swear a little bit. And he was like, fuck it, fuck you, fuck up. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, look, it's like, come on, Brian, <laughs> yeah. calm down. We know you know how to swear. People don't sound like this, yeah. dude. They don't. It doesn't make sense. It's, yeah, it, it, it just bothers me. It takes me <laughs> out. And it's so easy to just present the exact same situation without using uncomfortable uses of the word fuck. And I'm not saying in the sense of like, oh, I'm offended when I hear this word. Obviously, I'm not. I'm very much not. Nah. I've had to censor myself on the podcast for two years because it's just too easy to say fuck sometimes. Yes. But my problem is, is that it's just sometimes I feel like it's getting used by people that either don't hear it a lot and are like, oh, I've really got to edge this up. Or it's being used for the sake of using it because it's still, you know, in American culture, at least, if you're listening to this from a different culture, it might not apply. But in American culture, for the most part, fuck is considered like the top tier word. 
Except for like one other word I can think of. Yes. It's like. In terms of like censorship and stuff. Yeah. Of like swear words. But we're getting to an area, particularly with the social media and YouTube and all these things where, you know, if I pop on YouTube and watch a Let's Player, they're going to drop fuck like a million times. Mm -hmm. It's true. You know, and TikTok, like there's sounds on TikTok that kids are doing dances to that have like fucking them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we just don't care about swears anymore. The only people Not that do care are like television censors or the Tennessee like, school board. You know, as <clears throat> yeah, as time has <laughs> as time has gone by, like PG thirteen movies can have like a single fuck in them. Yeah. You know, I think even like PG movies are getting to a point where they're allowed to have like a single fuck in them, and it's like, you know, certain channels on television are allowed to say fuck now. It's not, it doesn't matter. It's not a word that is really that big of a deal anymore. The words Mm -hmm. we're focused on now are words that are actively offensive against groups of people. Yes. Those are the words that need to be censored. We don't care about swear words anymore. And there are plenty of cultures around, like, you know, people from England really don't care about swear words that much. (laughs) You know what I mean? They just really don't. And their television really doesn't that much. And it's, you know... We're, we're moving past it. Well, and swear words are not universal. You know, you can say things here that mean something else somewhere else. Like, mm-hmm. we say fanny in America, and it's it means your like butt. butt. Yeah. But you say fanny in England, and it means lady bits. Lady bits, yep. <laughs> so, like, <clears throat> those are not... They're, it's not comparable globally. And as we become more of a global you know, economy and and media is more globally focused and oriented and widely distributed, the words become less emphasized and lose some of their sheen. Mm-hmm. And, but at the same time, you know, there's still something powerful about utilizing a traditional swear in a limited capacity. Um, <clears throat> you know, we think about some of our most, like, iconic uses of swears in like cinema and stuff if you think of like the harry potter movies when ms weasley is going after bellatrix and she's like stay away from my daughter you bitch when she says that bitch it's like you feel like transcendent because it's like mrs weasley just swore and she's about to kill this chick and it's amazing and everything is awesome and it's powerful yeah and it's, you know, to connect it to superheroes, the Wolverine go fuck yourself is, yeah, exactly. you know what I mean? Like, that's a classic. It's and so yeah, good. You're correct. Like, if you spread them out, they become more impactful. They you know? make more of a difference. They actually make you feel something because now they 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 lose their weight with too much re- repetition. And I think there's a goodness in having them lose some of their weight because it is just a word. Mm. It's not a word that's actively looking to offend anyone. Yeah. You know, like, fuck is just a word. And that's fine. And I think in regular conversation, when people use the F word on a regular basis, I know I do, you know, I'll use it sporadically, but I use it and it and it just happens and it feels organic. Yeah. And it's maybe a little bit of emphasis, but not a huge deal. But when you overuse it, it doesn't it loses its meaning altogether. It's well, like when you hear a word so many times that you're like, that doesn't even sound like a word exactly. anymore. Exactly. So, you know, people throwing it into their writing and throwing it into their dialogue as like just a flavor, just it it like I said, it makes it cringy, it cheapens it, it removes any value. And 
any value that it has to increase the emphasis on right. certain specific moments. And it doesn't just apply to swear words. Like, sure, we're, as a society, desensitized, for the most part, to swear words. No one's going to read a comic book and see fuck and be like, oh, I'm offended. You know, I mean, right. people will. There are still people who will. But, like, for the <laughs> most part, for the grand majority of society, no one really cares anymore. Right. Um, I mean, don't go around shouting fuck ass bitch in a church. But, <laughs> or you know. Or school. Or school. <laughs> you context clues but um you know for the most part we don't care you know we're not gonna watch a youtube video and they're like oh fuck 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 running away from a scary monster in a movie or in a video game and be like ah he said it so many times my ears are bleeding how dare ye but it still can even words we're used to words that don't really hold a lot of value when they're thrown around or that we just hear enough that we're not really impactful. Marginally desensitized by. In a story, by. in a narrative, if they're used in limited capacity and used for particular punch, they can have an effect. They could be really powerful. For context, love. Yeah. We don't hold, like, people love love. I love love. Me and too. we feel love. But we hear the word love and we kind of throw it around. A lot of people throw it around pretty commonly. You, you know, I love you guys when you're talking to your friends, you know. All right, mom, bye. Love you. You know, very casual uses of love in our day-to-day -day lives. But in a romance movie, if the characters were saying, I love you, 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 throughout the entire movie, it would lose its meaning. But there's always that, like, one of the punchiest moments in, like, romance stories is when they're like, I love you. And then there's that pause because it's the first time they said it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we're connected. Well, you make a good point. I you know? mean, I actually, I have a tattoo of the lyrics from Snow Patrol's Chasing Cars on mm. myself. And the quote is, those three words, I've said too much, they're not enough. And yeah. it's because in the right context, the words, I love you, can be everything. Yeah. You know? Like, you imagine in in the notebook, if they weren't like, if they didn't use it with emphasis, it wouldn't be the same. Yeah. And it's just, you know, so it's it's the responsibility of writers to find these sorts of words and use them effectively instead of just throwing them in wherever they feel like to create a dialogue that is just unrelatable and not realistic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's dialogue writing is hard. It's yes. something that you have to get used to because there's this tendency to want to write something that sounds right but you have to be careful that it doesn't sound too much not like how people talk. But you also can't just write how people like, well, that's not true. There are plenty of writers that are successful at writing how people talk, but it's, it, that is hard to do. Honestly, that's why I was so disappointed in this Bendis book, because that's one of the things that he is so mm -hmm. talented Bendis at. Bendis is typically very good His at dialogue, real dialogue. For yeah. instance, in Superman, I felt like part of the reason why he elevated soups was that he made Clark sound like a real person. Mm -hmm. The dialogue sometimes like falls off and trails off, and sometimes there's like mumbling, and sometimes there's this ramble, and... and it feels organic and natural, and sometimes they say things without ever saying anything. And there's the, did you? Yeah, no, did you? Uh-huh, yeah. And it's it's very real. Yeah. He knows how to talk the way people talk. And so then to have this book where it's like, fuck fuckity fuck fuckins. You're yeah. like, 
you know that's not how people talk because you're actually one of the ones who knows how people talk. Yeah, it's, it's, and, you know, I call out Joy Operations. Joy Operations is not really, it's just the most recent book I've read that I've had an issue with this. It's not the only. It's not the only. Um, and honestly, it tends to be more in the horror space. Yeah, it does. You know, in terms of movie stories and comics, it tends to be very strong in the horror space. And I guess my message, my plea to horror writers is just like, find a way to not. I would much more appreciate, I don't know why horror has to have swear words. Like, when we made that connection that like a horror story has to say fuck, can't not. You know what I mean? So we, if we're making a horror movie, if we're making a horror novel, if we're making a horror comic, there's gotta be fuck words in there. And I recently watched, um, to give a little shout out, there's a found footage video that's been floating around YouTube called The Backrooms. Yes. By Kane Pixels. Check it out on YouTube. It's so uh, spooky. It's very spooky, very good. <laughs> and I think there is at least one in there, but it's not used poorly. And there's actually moments in there. I remember watching it because I had this doing this episode on the brain. I remember watching it expecting it. Yep. Like I was expecting because it's a younger filmmaker and like the characters are like teenagers. Right. And so I was really expecting the, to just be like, oh, fuck, like all the time. And there's one part where he first gets into these back rooms and he's like, what the? And I was like, here it is. Right off the bat, two minutes in, we're going to get a fuck. And he was like, what the hell? And it just works. Yeah. It doesn't have to be fuck every time. Well, and that's the thing that I think is interesting is that there's this assumption in horror that when people are scared, they're going to swear. That the natural gut reaction of people when they're afraid is to swear or to scream. But realistically, you know, if you've ever been in a scary situation most people I know don't, like, scream out an F word. It's much more subtle than that when you're actually afraid of things. Like, for instance, I have this, like, weird, like, reverse, like, a <gasps> type of yeah. thing that I do. And, like, Chris just sort of, like, Ugh. yeah. And and most of my friends are similar to that. And it's that weird, it's that weird thing that people assume, like, if you don't swear, what do you do when you stub your toe? I don't swear when I stub my toe. I say, ow! Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's this weird I'm not like, even, societal expectation. Yeah. I'm not even necessarily fully against the idea of people swearing when. But if you're going to write a horror thing and you're like, I need to know what people do when they gutturally react to fear. Just watch some YouTubers. Yeah. Watch some people play <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's and horror games. They're going to say fuck, but then it gives you an idea of how to put it in there. The context Organically. Of it. Yeah. You know, the ones that particularly bother me are the ones that just feel very unnatural and very out of nowhere. Yeah. And like, I hate when people put it in the middle of a word. No one does that. <laughs> no one fucking does that. Uh, see, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't have a good, I had an example in my brain and I forgot it, but it would be like someone being like, Hey, can you hand me that screw fucking driver, please? No one says that. No, nobody says there's, that. There's only and, one instance I can think of that people might actually say it. And it's abso fucking lootly. Yeah. And that's because that's almost become like a word yeah, in and of itself. Yeah, that's kind of its own thing. But nobody does it to like a normal word. Yeah, it just, it bothers me and it, the when they throw in like multiple fucks in one sentence like stop just don't no one does that there's like a nobody calls people fucking fucks no one does 
and I'm fine. That one pops up from time to time, and I'm kind of okay with it. But I feel like it gets overused a lot. Or like, or like, who the fuck do you think you fucking are? Like, why would you say it twice? Why do you need why so many? Why did you say it twice? So I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> I'm begging for a more creative use of swears or a more creative use of dialogue that doesn't require the fuck word. I just feel like we've, writers have so firmly grasped onto that word as like, this is the word that's going to get my point across. And it's not, it's not, you can do it without Without it. it. And I'm not against using it. I use it. Like I said, it doesn't offend me. And I do think like if you're writing a horror comic and you have a dude running away from a monster and he's the type of person that might say fuck and he's running away and he's like, fuck, 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 fuck. Fine. (laughs) Like, I'm fine with that. Yeah. But, you know, it's when people like, he walked into the room and was like, fuck, is that fucking blood? Fuck me, man. Fuck me. What are we going to fucking do? I hear that all the time on these. No one fucking talks like that. (laughs) You fucking fucks. I just wanted you to, I mean, if you're listening to this, this has already had the giantest yeah. warning on you've, it. You've already heard the intro I'm preparing for this where I'm like, hey, warning. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my family and nieces and nephews. Uh, <laughs> skip this one. <laughs> you fucking fucks. <laughs> I don't know. I might be using that phrase in my day to day. But I'm just... This has been sitting with me for a while. Like I said, I it really kicked up um, when I was listening to the No Sleep podcast a lot and watching like a lot of really shitty like B horror movies yeah. and stuff. It's just it it's it's a weakness in writing. Yes, and it needs to be known that it's a weakness in writing. You yes, don't have to. We are beyond the era of the Hit Girls, where we have to establish that a character is a badass or is edgy edgy because they say the f word you know we're beyond the era of the like i think it was all-star batman batgirl where it's like she's a cool teenager because she says fuck you know what i mean it's like we're we're past that era come up with new interesting ways to develop a character's personality come up with new interesting ways to show that a character is afraid of something. Come up with new interesting ways to make a character sound cringy. I don't know what you're going for with the use of this word in weird random ways. But if you aren't experienced with dealing with people who swear a bunch, just get online. Yeah. Just go watch YouTube. We go watch a, Let's Players. We get on a, Twitch. We have a whole know? generation of people who were raised on the internet The F word is no longer a shock value for anyone. If you want to hear the F word used a lot, follow me on Twitch. (laughs) Tink Tink Games at Twitch. T-I-N-K, T-I-N-K Games. It's true. I say it a ton. It's true. And I'm fine with it. Everybody does. But it's just, you know, (laughs) I get that dialogue is hard to find that middle ground of being readable by a universal audience and also feeling like how people actually talk. It's tough. It's tricky. You know, and if you swing too far either way, you lose a lot of people. Yep. And I get that a lot of people say fuck these days. Yep. 
but that's not going to inherently make it sound like it's real people talking. No. A lot of times it's just going to sound cringy. It just sounds cringy to me. Or just silly. Or just silly. Or just, yeah, I mean, it wasn't even, like, entirely cringe in the Joy Operations book. It's just by the time I got to, like, the third page and I was already, like, a baker's dozen in, I was like, (laughs) eye roll. We get it. Did he get challenged to only use a certain number of words in this book? And he was like, guess I'm doubling down on the F-bomb. Yeah, was this like a 48-hour comic challenge and you were giving $5 for every use of the F-word you could (laughs) weave into this bitch? I don't understand. You made a decent paycheck. (laughs) Anyway. We love you, Bendis. (laughs) Thank you for Miles. Love love you, Bri-Bri. Now, Miles saying a bunch of F-words, that would be fun. I would watch that. I would see that. But I don't know what this episode was. I don't know if anybody got anything out of it. I hope you did. <laughs> Even Honestly, I don't giggles. give a fuck. <laughs> it may have just been an excuse for me to be able to say fuck on a podcast episode and get it all out of my system. I don't know. We're purging the curse words. <laughs> but it's just, I've been sitting on this pet peeve for a while, and every time I start to like kind of it starts to kind of abate. I'm Dwindle like, a little. I'm like, oh, cool. Let me check out this movie. And then someone in it is like, give me some lemon fucking aid. And I'm like, well, I'm pissed off again. <laughs> Chet and his lemon fucking aid has pissed me off. You can fucking find them at coverbpodcast.com. You can also find us on fucking Facebook, fucking Twitter, fucking Tick, fucking Talk, and Instafuckgram at coverbpodcast, you fucks. I'm so sorry. I'm broken now. I'm so sorry. He has broken me. Thank you so much for listening and dealing with this episode. <laughs> I don't fully know what I wanted out of this episode, but 25 minutes of me saying fuck wasn't it. So <laughs> I hope I got my point across successfully. Um, and just thank you. Thank you for being here. I hope everybody has a good week. Yes. As always, we love you. And I have been Chris, and this has been T. Yeah. And you have been listening to Cover Fucking B. (laughs) Oh, God, please come back. Bye, guys.